Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Captain of the Keeper old-time vintage hockey radio program podcast. I'm your host, the Captain, and with me, as always, is the Keeper. Oh boy, we are excited to be back today. It's been since September 28th for our last show, and boy, has a lot happened in the NHL, but we're going to focus on just a couple things today. We're going to talk about what we've been up to as far as trying to play the great game of ice hockey, or hockey in general, and we're going to touch on Every one of the 31 reverse retro jerseys that were released this week, and I cannot wait to dissect each and every one of them. Captain, let's get it rolling. Boom. Talking about reverse retro jerseys. If there was ever a thing to happen in the world that just completely identifies with the concept of an old-time vintage hockey radio program podcast, it is the National Hockey League unveiling 31 reverse retro concept jerseys so uh we're gonna go over all of them because we can't resist uh we're gonna give you the good the bad the ugly and the in-between but keeper first tell the people out there uh what some of the criteria were because this this isn't just a retro jersey concept there's a little more there's a little more nuance than that yeah so it's a reverse retro and it definitely meets the 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 definition of our show a little mixing of old and new so reverse meaning i would imagine it as it's a reverse of the color that your normal jersey would be so if it's you know your primary color is blue and secondary colors are maybe yellow and red maybe you go for a red based jersey right so it's reverse of i would imagine reverse of your primary color and retro meaning you throw on logos whether it's shoulder patches primary crests, whatever it might be, that's got to be prominently featured on your jersey. So reverse, opposite your normal color, retro, a logo from your past. Does that sound like a good idea for the criteria here? I think you pretty much nailed it there, Keeper. So let's start. Uh, I think what we're going to do here is we're going to start at the bottom a little bit. We're going to bounce back and forth, but let's start at the bottom. And let's work our way kind of towards the gems, if you will. So oh, I'm yeah. going to get my the one that strikes me early as a missed opportunity. And, and that's what, you know, the ones that are here that are missed opportunities, uh, that's what they strike me as. They're not necessarily bad, but they're so they could have been better. They could have done more. So for me, my least favorite that I want to get out of the way early, the Detroit Red Wings. So for anyone who hasn't seen it, this is a white jersey. And, and this is important because the Red Wings' normal jerseys, the red and white jersey, is a hockey staple. This is a classic jersey. Um, so they, they were going to have something to kind of deal with there as far as the, uh, the perception of how great their normal jerseys are. But what they put out was a white jersey with a gray colored stripe on each arm, a thin stripe, and then a gray stripe at the bottom – and then the Red Wings jersey. I mean, this jersey is, I, I think I've, I thought it right away, but I've seen a lot of other people say the same thing. This is a practice jersey. This is a complete missed opportunity. You, have you seen the Wings jersey, Keeper? What do you think? I wish I could unsee it. You know, it's pretty grotesque in terms of its bare minimumness. I will go on about the color gray and my disgust of it on an NHL uniform. And they definitely took gray and used it on their uniform. But how could you blame them, though? They don't. They've had plenty of winter classic jerseys that have done some retro ideas. So they got that they got that winter classic, you know, kind of, I don't know, fatigue is the word or, you know, they've they've used enough ideas. They had the Centennial Classic where they threw an idea from the past I and mean, they're only working with two colors. 
Yeah. So it's kind of hard to do reverse retro when, technically speaking, their home and away jerseys could be reverse retro. So True. I feel like they're they're starting from uh, you know a, a position where they can't really go very far. So I kind of cut them a little slack, but still they could have done better than the gray on the sleeves. Well, I didn't cut them any slack, and I just couldn't bring myself to because this is disappointing. I mean, for a team that has a home and away jersey that are as sharp as the Red Wings and have done some pretty good work on some of their Winter Classic jerseys, this is a massive disappointment to me. Uh, I I didn't pay for one, but I still want my money back. Keeper. Good luck trying to get your money back for that one. Well, I'd like a refund is what I'm saying. But Keeper, you got to tell us now, uh, aside from the wings, obviously, uh, your least favorite. Let's get that out of the way now. I I mean, there's plenty to choose. Well, not plenty to choose from there. These are all pretty decent jerseys. I think the Winnipeg Jets disappointed me the most. Oh, yeah. You know, I expected a lot more out of the Jets. You know, they, they had the the bright, you know, the red and blue. They could have gone back to that that retro. I was hoping that they would take, I, even if they had their new logo on the reverse colors of their original, like the, the previous Jets, you know, the, the this 1979 to 96 new uh, Winnipeg Jets, that would have been a great color scheme, even with the new logo. I just think it's such a dark, it's dark on dark. You know, it's that. That and again, they used gray too. I don't know what they were thinking. I don't know why the gray is so prominent on some of these jerseys. But I loved, I loved the logo. The logo is great. And they put, yeah. I guess, their new spin on their retro logo with their colors. But the gray is just too bland. I'm glad they had that little white, you know, outline to kind of break up the the, the darkness of the jersey. But it just to me falls a little flat. And I'm not not the biggest fan. Do I love that logo? It's just the colors don't work for me. I agree with it. I think when you when you're talking about a team that had, you know, the uh, those for some reason since the Jets have come back, the Timu Solani era jerseys, which I think are some of their sharpest, Far have been they've been largely ignored. And n- not only that, but I think at this point, I think maybe some homage to the uh, the Atlanta Thrashers even might have been cooler for this than the gray that they put out. I mean, the Jets logo, like you said, is fantastic. There's no arguing that. But you're talking about this kind of muddled gray jersey when they had a lot of different ways they could go. I'm kind of interested with these for the ones that we're not that crazy about. I'm kind of interested in exploring some ideas with how they could have been done better. I think that in this case, I think they had the opportunity to look at some sort of mishmash of the early 90s Winnipeg Jets jerseys and the – you know the Atlanta Thrashers. Yeah, there. I that, think between those two, they could have come up with something. They could have had something with the you said the Thrashers or even the A for the Flames of Atlanta on the shoulder patches somewhere could have been kind of cool because they're technically not the real Winnipeg Jets. So right. They definitely should have had a nod to their Atlanta roots. At least that was that's a good observation there. I'll never look to give you credit, but maybe I'll throw a little bone there for you. Yeah, you may want to because that's a pretty good idea. Um, let's talk about some other stinkers here. Um, I, I think anybody's list of stinkers for this is going to include the Dallas Stars jersey. Oh, gosh. Uh, so this jersey, I like the them going back to the old star format that the uh, you know Madonna era Dallas Stars wore. They, they had some success, you know, Stanley Cups in that era. Um, I like that idea, but this jersey looks like it should glow in the dark. This jersey is white. It is very white. It's white to a fault. The, the logo 
is not even colored in. It's th- this is a mess. It's bright white. Uh, I, and then I guess they're going to wear white gloves with this jersey oh, and God. uniform. This is a bright jersey. I mean, maybe people who like stuff that's really bold and really outside of the ordinary may like this. I'm a little bit more of a traditionalist myself when it comes to hockey jerseys. What do you think about Dallas? I don't know what the NHL's plan is as far as teams wearing these, how how often they'll wear them, how many games per you know the, during the season they'll wear them. But I'm hoping that Dallas does not wear these very often because this is just atrocious. I think Dallas is 0 for 2 so far in the offseason. Hey, they made it to the finals, so who's you know who are we to laugh at them? But both jerseys they've re- released and introduced this offseason, I don't know. I'm not personally a fan. That black one that they have is their third jersey with the electric green on it. And then this. I love that the, fa- the fact that they went to that star template that they won the Stanley Cup with in 1999, went to the finals in 2000. It's a great look, great jersey. But like you said, it's a snowstorm of white. Way too much. Yeah. There's nothing to break up that logo. There's nothing to differentiate the star. There should have been at least a color underneath the outline of the star to give it something different. But yeah, that's a real uh, that's a real stinker, like you say. Well, speaking of Dallas, I'm going to flip the script a little bit to uh, Minnesota. One of the ones I liked here, uh, Minnesota, obviously Minnesota and Dallas having that kind of awkward uh, past tension between them in that the fact that the you know Dallas Stars have technically their franchise has the Minnesota North Stars in their background uh, they did not capitalize on that with this jersey like you said but the Minnesota Wild who are a, a new franchise that is technically unrelated to the North Stars the Minnesota Wild chose to make what I thought was a pretty good move by incorporating not all but some of the Minnesota North Stars colors and put them on the backdrop of the Minnesota Wild jersey. And I'll tell you what, I like this retro reverse jersey that they came out with a whole lot better than their existing color scheme. I love the fact that it pays homage to the old North Stars colors, and the Dallas Stars aren't using those colors anymore. Anyway, I would like to see this incorporated full-time as their main uniform. What'd you take on Minnesota? Um, I know we're supposed to love anything North Stars, and I'm a huge fan of the North Stars, but I think this missed a couple pieces for me. Number one, this misses the black. I, I know that the North Stars of the 80s had the just the you know the green and, and yellow, but I loved it when they went to the black look, and I think it was 88, 89, or 89, 90. I think they could have benefited for some black here, and I like disagree like you. I think their their current scheme of colors is really cool. That deep, that deep red and the and, and the forest green and a little bit of the gold. I love Minnesota's color scheme. This, it's okay. I mean, I like the jersey. I'm not going to bash it. Could have used a little bit of black. I love what they did in terms of going back to the Minnesota North Stars route. Dallas would have been better off using this color scheme. I mean, they they could have easily used this, and it would have been infinitely better. But yeah, I love their logo, and their logo look does look great in in yellow and green. The the wild logo that is. Yeah, the uh, I, I agree that the black added into that color scheme would have been certainly because we are going to try and touch on that way uh, to improve for some of these clubs. And I, I do think that is a way that Minnesota could have improved on this design. But uh, so you're a more a fan of the uh, existing color scheme. You think if you put this white jersey uh, on one option and you put the normal Minnesota Wild white jersey on the other option, you honestly – think that the standard wild jersey is the better option compared to this green kelly green and yellow 
uh, '90s dream throwback. Well, I, it has the nostalgia factor, so I'm not gonna I'm not gonna lie to that. It is de- if you put them side by side, I don't know. I I guess I always go towards the vintage, like our show. We have a discernible bias towards all things vintage, thick and puck. So I would have to go for that. But I like how they can keep the dream alive of the green and red. You know, the old New Jersey Devils, which we'll get to them in a minute. They're coming up for sure. Uh, yeah, they are coming up. But let, let's talk about a couple more of the misses real quick. Uh, I'll bring up some of the other misses for me. Uh, the Vancouver Canucks. I saw a picture of the Vancouver Canucks retro. I can't unsee it. I tried not to see anything. I really wanted to formulate my own opinion. But I saw a picture of the Vancouver Canucks, New Jersey, transposed next to a Sprite can. Uh <laughs> Turns out they are exactly the same thing, and I can't unsee it. And I'm having a difficult time. And again, with the missed opportunities, uh, they did a great job by incorporating the old Kirk McLean, Pavel Bure era jerseys recently anyway. So you can't say that they're all wrong, but they've got the Orca Whale on a Sprite can for their jersey. Uh, what's your take? Just uh, just a missed chance here for something really cool. They went with the worst probably one of the worst third jerseys of the nineties with the, that red gradient that they had on their, you know, their black and yellow jerseys before they went to the Orca. This could have been a little bit better if they went for the retro logo. You know, if they went for the skate, let's say, yeah, you know, the skate logo on this would have been somewhat more uh, appealing, but the, any Jersey that's got a gradient from one color to the, you know, to the bottom that gradually fades just doesn't always look that great. I don't know. That's my my two cents. I would love I would love to see the flying V come back in these colors. That would have been yeah. even that would have been even cooler. So I, I, I agree with that. I think butchered. either the uh, the V design or the skate on this would have been cooler. Uh, this one I'm a little conflicted about because I I look at it and I don't find it aesthetically displeasing. I don't look at it and say that it's ugly, but it's just it screams to me as a missed a huge missed opportunity God. with all the things they had in their arsenal that they could have broken out for this the fact that they broke out a sprite can with free willy on it uh i'm a little disappointed with that and uh you know not not my favorite but then l- let's turn over a little bit too so we're we're looking at uh some of these teams you're talking retro reverse concept the Vegas Golden Knights have only been in the league for like an hour and a half. So they had to try to come up with a reverse concept. And they also recently came up with a third jersey. Uh, I'm a fan of their regular home and away jersey that they came with into the league. I'm not so sure about their uh, their periphery designs here. Their alternative, their red here, and then the other one that they came out recently. The gold one? Mean? Yeah, the gold and the red. I, I'm not sure if they're uh, extras. I like the home and away. Not sure what they're doing here. So uh, talk us through these a little bit. I got to say, I actually am a big fan of the Vegas one. I think I, I know they have zero retro factor, but they they pulled from Vegas history. I mean, they, this is a little bit of a template from the Las Vegas Thunder of the old International Hockey League in the 1990s. So that's kind of cool. It's the same jersey striping pattern. I like that they went with red. So that kind of... They met. They meet the reverse criteria, you know. So they have the the white jersey, they have the gray jersey, they now have the gold jersey. So I guess the other color that's in their pattern besides black is red. So they have the red base. I think is kind of a 
a color that stands out and pops and it'll pop on the ice. I'd love to see what gloves they use. I know they usually use white gloves. So I wonder if they go with a, a more of a red base glove for these. I wonder what the socks will look like. And I kind of wonder that for all of these uniforms, but I love their shoulder patch logo and that's a great use of it. So I'm glad they didn't just use their regular Knights logo. So I, I love the shoulder patch with the cross swords. It's definitely an interesting, they should they, actually Mark Andre Fleury should have been impaled in the middle of the Jersey would have made it even cooler <laughs> for some people. But anyway, yeah. I, I think they did a real cool job using a, a lesser known second color, secondary colors. So I think they did a nice job. Yeah. It's, it, it's interesting for sure. Um, Talking about some of the more bold choices here. So <laughs> the Anaheim Ducks, um, on a similar concept to what we just talked about, dealing with color schemes, uh, you know, the Ducks explored a variant of their 90s era jersey. Uh, last year, they incorporated that third jersey with the old Disney era logo. Uh, I think a lot of us maybe expected something to... Uh, incorporate that i don't know that i expected uh it to quite go this route uh so anaheim (laughs) anaheim turned (laughs) towards one of the more ridiculous jerseys in the history of the national hockey league and put it back on a retro jersey so i think this is going to be a polarizing one i think you're going to see people who are going to love the obscure and say wow i can't believe they did that i love this I'm going to be honest, I'm not one of them. I think they had so many other choices they could have gone with, you know, uh, more variants of that Korea Solani era. I would have loved to have seen explored. This is not the one I would have picked. Uh, what do you think? I think their best reverse retro jersey was their third jersey that they had a couple of years ago that they don't wear anymore. The one with the black that had the duck uh, with the duck mask, like their original logo. I think they wore it for the 1819 um, season. I don't think they wore it in 1920. So to me, that's reverse retro. But this, I got to tell you, I'm actually a pretty big fan of it. I figured you <laughs> would be. Uh, people I, that like, you know, these type of things like you, I, I figured would like it. I think the rest of us that uh, sort of have more of a discerning eye, more of a kind of a cultured approach, I think we look at this and we scoff. But you look at this and say, this I, is great. I think they're having fun. That's the, that's the whole point of these jerseys is to be somewhat fun, right? Dig up something from the past. And they dug up something from the past. And their original one was the, um, the eggplant, you know, purple color. That was the base color for this jersey. So they went the reverse with the white. And they, they, they dug up something. Wild wing on a jersey? It's cool. I like, that they went, I like that they went and dug up something ugly. I wish some other teams, I'm talking about you Islanders, could have dug up something ugly <laughs> and used it. Uh, good for the Ducks for being bold. That's what this whole thing is about. I think the Ducks win the ugly Christmas sweater award for this year. I think that if that was the criteria, they did an awesome job. Like if somebody wore this to a company Christmas party, I would be singing their praises. But to wear again at a National Hockey League uh, game, uh, it feels to me like a missed opportunity. But but like I said, you know, this I knew this one as soon as I saw it was going to be polarizing. I knew some this is a love it or hate it. You're not going to see anybody saying, yeah. It's okay. Uh, It's fine. You're going to see people that are going to line up with Wild Wing here and say it's the greatest thing I've ever seen. I'm going to go back and rewatch the old cartoons. And then there's that's you, obviously. And then there's going to be some people like me, you know, some more educated people that have more of a pulse and a, you know, and a general functioning brain are going to look at it and say, well, I don't think so. I don't think this is the one that I wanted to see. 
but let, let's change gears a little bit. Let's talk about a jersey that I that has grown on me. A jersey that oh, yeah. I think I reviled back in the day, but now has sort of grown on me a little bit. The uh, Dragon Horse on the Calgary Flames black jersey that has come out for the reverse retro. This is a jersey that I couldn't believe. And again, you know, back at the time, coming off the old Theo Fleury era Calgary Flames jerseys, when they introduced this back, you know, many years ago, this was like a, wait, you're doing what with the jersey now? But, you know, many years later, they brought this thing back. It's grown on me a little bit. I think for this reverse retro concept, the uh, Dragon Flaming Horse, I don't really know what else to call it, on the Flames jersey, that's grown on me a little bit. I don't mind this one. I know a lot of people can't stand this one. I was one of those people for a while. I'd like to think that I've evolved a little bit. Uh, what do you think about it, Keeper? I don't know. This would be cool to see roaming the rinks of the National Hockey League sometime soon, whenever the league decides to come back. And I, I kind of, I mean, it doesn't seem very reversey because it, when they wore this jersey, it was on a black base like this. So it looks almost as if, to, at a quick glance, that they just dusted off the carbon copy of their of their third jersey. And I mean, it'll bring back some memories of the early 90, uh 2000s when we watch this and throw the, and see this jersey on the ice. So. I'm I'm a fan of it. I think they did a nice job. The colors are, are really sharp. I love black and, and red and yellow together. They all they look great. And I'm glad that Calgary did the smart thing and went total retro for their home and away jerseys. So they're doing a good job so far. And uh, this doesn't ruin anything. You know, this is again for fun. And they dug up a logo from their past on a jersey from their past. I got no problems with the Calgary horse. So do you think that some teams maybe didn't interpret the assignment correctly? Because some that's, teams a, did. that's a theme where I'm looking at these, you know, I think some teams embodied this reverse retro concept and other jerseys and other teams that put things out. It's almost like they copied the assignment down and then went home and explained it. And it didn't quite, you know, get it. Some of the teams like Calgary here, this is pretty faithful to what they had before. Yeah. Uh, it's not bad. I like it. It's grown on me. But the fact that it's grown on me, I think, given the concept of what this is supposed to be, which is reverse retro, I don't think it should have grown on me. I think it should have been something a little different. Um, so I think that's why it's sort of at the back of the pack. Although this design has grown on me over time, it still is very, very close to what they had. Um, and I, I think that might be a theme we might see with some of these next jerseys that we're going to talk oh, about. Oh, yeah. In the next category, you brought up the New York Islanders. So let's get into them here because in my mind, they fit into what we were just talking about. Um, it's like somebody, they got this assignment like word of mouth and they didn't really understand what the scope of the mission was because I'll say up front, because a lot of people are hating on this Islanders jersey that came out. This is not a bad looking jersey. This is a... A little bit of a you know a homage to their early 2000s look when they went to the darker navy blue. It's a sharp looking jersey in and of itself, but the missed opportunities and the lack of the reverse retro awareness of this whole thing, I think, is where this jersey is missing out. I know you are bursting at the seams to tell us about this one. Uh, go ahead and take it away. You know, I don't know. The Islanders have had their share of uh, pretty bad jerseys in the past. And like you said, this is not a bad jersey. 
Um, I think almost every jersey they've released to the public, except for their retro and original uniforms, has been universally bashed. Uh, this one just doesn't do anything different. I, I think this is the Lou Lamarillo effect. You know, Lou is no nonsense. He doesn't really like to change up things too much. I mean, the Devils had the, the standard, you know, home and away jersey with no third jerseys for the longest time. And I think it was like probably pulling teeth just to get them to wear their retros at the the uh, stadium series game that they played against the Rangers back in 2014. So this falls in line with the philosophy of Lou Lamarillo. I, I think they definitely should have had the Fisherman logo make a return, a la the Mighty Ducks. You know, the Ducks went for the bold. I think the Islanders should have too. But I guess on the flip side, you get Lou Lamarillo, you get a winning team. So doesn't matter what you're wearing as a jersey, I guess, as long as you're winning. But the Islander one is just blah. I mean, it doesn't differentiate anything really in terms of the shade of blue from their regular home jersey. Yeah, not very inspired in that front. Um, you know, our social media guy, Dina from Marie's got a uh, he's got one of the old fisherman era jerseys. Uh, the one that actually kept this same logo, the Islanders regular logo without the fisherman logo at all on it. And I started thinking maybe even something like that, because there's a lot of people like you who are, uh, I don't know, I, I won't say that you were all collectively dropped on your head as a child or kind of bring anything like that up. But I'm really going for the intelligence here for the jerseys, I see. Well, the Gordon's Fisherman era jerseys are one of the most reviled in NHL history, and for a good reason. They're terrible. I mean, it's misguided. It really is. They're terrible. However, that this was the chance. If you were ever going to bring that god-awful jersey back, this was the moment. Uh, if you ever wanted fish sticks, this was the time. Bring the Gordon's Fisherman jersey, even if you just brought the style of the jersey, mess yes. with colors. This was the time to bring that back. And this Islanders jersey, it's very perplexing to me because, and I think you really actually, for once, I, it must have been an accident. You raised a really good point with Lamorello there uh, and the fact that he does have that structure. But the uh, Fisherman era jersey, which people have been clamoring for, I don't know why, but they have. This was the time to bring it back. This was the assignment. The Islanders clearly either did not like the assignment or didn't get it. But to put out this navy blue one, as as okay as it is, it's a missed opportunity. You know, it's, I don't know. Fans, did you have, have you ever checked the prices for the fisherman jerseys online? They are like three hundred dollars, four hundred dollars, five hundred dollars. The fisherman jersey fetches a pretty nice dollar on the open market. The Islanders sell it at uh, team stores. They've had them for sale at the Nassau Coliseum recently. Um, they, they wore them for their practice. They wore them on a, their logo on a practice Jersey on the last year of the Coliseum, the, the, the original last year of the Coliseum in 2015, the Islanders wore it for warmups. So it isn't as if it hasn't made a comeback in some way, man, but they, I'm pretty this upset. I'm going to, I'm going to talk to somebody. Who do I call for this? Do I call Lou? Well, unfortunately you call me and, uh, Shh. I'm not, I'm actually ignoring your calls. So don't, don't you, don't you know people that you can call? Well, I can call Toronto, but that's only when I need a goal overturned or something. In your case, uh, unfortunately I've got you on do not disturb. So I wouldn't go with that, <laughs> but let's talk about jerseys in the same vein for me. Um, you may disagree with this one. I know you also have a, uh, uh, an affinity for some of this team and their logos. Another jersey for me that strikes the same chord as the Islanders. It's not a bad looking jersey, but just miss the opportunity. The Philadelphia Flyers, they've come out with an orange jersey. We all know their logo is sharp. We all know their colors are sharp. Nobody's arguing that. But 
they come out with a jersey with some sort of weird stripes going down the arms, some uh, some change up. This looks like it was just kind of this looks like a mashup of like it can't decide whether it wanted to be the black jersey or the orange jersey. They mix it all together. And what they got was a very ho-hum, very average Philadelphia Flyers jersey. Not bad. Not not horrible. You're not going to look at this and go, that's offensive like you would to the Ducks jersey. No. Uh, but this jersey, it's uh, it's just there. It's kind of missed the opportunity. I don't know. What do you think? And what would you have done differently with this jersey to make it better? I don't know. I don't even know what I would have done to make it better because the Flyers have they literally have one logo. It isn't as if they could have swapped a logo somewhere, reversed something with in terms of a logo. I don't think they could have done is reverse colors of some sort. And they've had a jersey that's white. They've had a jersey that's black and they've had a jersey that's orange. So they were, I think, working behind the eight ball already in terms of the, the concept of reverse retro. I guess this is the best they could have done. I mean, I, I think they're trying to go for that Lindros era, you know, early 90s look, but just Legion swapping. Doom. Yeah, a little Legion of Doom action, just swapping out the the black and white sections of the sleeve. That's kind of where, I, I, from what I see here, is what they were going for. They're, those jerseys had the white shoulder yoke. This has black. I, again, I think the Flyers are a team that's done a lot in terms of winter classic jerseys. So we've seen an abundance of alternate uniforms for them. Uh, again, Stadium Series jerseys, they had a couple of them already. So I feel like what else could they possibly do? I would like to have seen them steal the old Campbell Conference All-Star jerseys. And, but that uh, wouldn't qualify as their retro, though. I know, but it would have been better than this. Uh, it would have had the right look. It would have had some panache, put some stars going down there. I, I would have liked to have seen something. Uh, this one, I don't have a problem with it because it's not a bad jersey to look at, but it's just not wowing me. It's not showing me anything that makes me say, wow. And along those same lines is going to be probably a few of the next two or three we're going to talk about here. The Florida Panthers. Okay, so the Panthers uh, are a team that I don't know anybody would ever say they ever had the best jerseys, but there's certainly a bit of uh, maybe some John Van Beesbrook nostalgia for the keeper there. Some uh, Beezer nostalgia with the team that went to the finals against Colorado in 96. You know, there's some uh, there's they've had some jerseys that are pretty sharp. Uh, this one that they put out here, they use the blue color, I think, you know, so they've got the uh, they've got the classic logo. They've got the colors on paper. I think they met the criteria. I think of so. The reverse retro concept, but still something about it just kind of eh, it's just a little uh, a little meh for me. What do, what do you think about it? I mean, I like the like you said, they they definitely went reverse retro. The jer- way, great use of the actual original logo. I think this is actually way better than their normal home and away jerseys. That's just my two cents. I yeah. love that they got the sun and the cross hockey stick and palm tree. Excellent touch, bringing that back for their shoulder patches. I think it's the the blondness of it is that gold instead of it being yellow. When teams bring that like that that Vegasy gold color, like Pittsburgh did, you know, in the late '90s and early 2000s, it just becomes a bland jersey. Maybe if it had yellow, it would have popped more. Yeah, yeah, maybe. It's just it's weird. It's hard to tell because it, on paper it seems like they did everything right with this, but it definitely does. It doesn't really jump out. It doesn't really uh, stand out to me as something really great. 
uh, I'm not really a huge fan, but I can't point to anything and say, oh, I don't like it. And because of this reason, it's just kind of there. It's fine. It's uh, it's all right. But now I'm going to point to one that I don't like. You may disagree on this one. Uh, the San Jose Sharks. OK, so this is a team that has they've got some really good colors in there. You know, they've got a powerful black and teal combination uh, of their color palette and the things that I would say that create some contrast that look good. Uh, the gray color, that pale gray, doesn't enter into my mind as the one they should have picked as their base color for a jersey going forward. I like the old logo because that's just a good logo, but this jersey seems like it's lost somewhere in 2001 to yeah, four. That's about right. And it's just there. I mean, I, I don't, I don't see, I, I, are they even going to wear this as a home jersey or an away jersey? Cause it's gray and it looks kind of white. Uh, it looks like a sweatshirt to me. This looks like the San Jose Sharks jersey looks like you could go on NHL.com in the shop and order this with a drawstring as a sweatshirt. And it should not be a jersey. Uh, that's just what I think. What do you think? I mean, I think the greatest San Jose Sharks jersey is their original home and away jersey. The original teal. What this did right was it got the logo correct, which was the most important part. But gray, and I said it from the beginning when we mentioned Detroit. Gray on a hockey jersey just looks ugly to me. I don't know. I can't figure out why teams would use gray like this. And this is a, a really light gray. I think San Jose missed the ball here in terms of their colors, but they got the jersey right. Um, they could have done a reverse retro of this that could have been better. Would have been if they did um, a, a teal, ver let's say the teal version with the same striping on the side. Like if they went for a teal base, that would have looked ton, a ton a ton better. Better than even if they did white or black. I would have liked to see more teal. It's just nice to see stripes on a Sharks jersey again because, you know, for some reason they think stripes are not cool anymore because their home and aways have zero stripes in the waist, which I don't understand why teams do that in the first place. But anyway, this to me was a little bit of a miss, yeah. and it's the color gray that throws me off. It does. I mean, like, don't get me wrong. I can see Mike Rathji or Vinny Domfus wearing this jersey or back. Mike Ricci. Yeah, I can see those guys wearing this in that era. So Definitely. I guess they achieved their mission, but it just it just doesn't do it for me. I'm not uh I'm just not really there with the Sharks. Um now I'm going to get to another one that I think makes some strides, but also still kind of comes up short. So the Nashville Predators. Okay? Um this is a yellow base jersey again. We have seen Nashville uh, try mustard yellow base. <laughs> We've seen them try a couple different options with their jersey colors. Um, I look at this jersey and I don't hate it. I think that this jersey, you know, they've got the uh, they've got the logo on there. They've got the yellow. They've got the. It seems to accomplish what they were maybe aiming for. I don't think it's offensive looking, but I'm really underwhelmed by it. I, I'm just, I'm at a little bit of a loss for this one on the Preds. I don't see any reason. I guess I don't see any like discerning reason why compared to their other jerseys, you would want to go out and buy this one. 
I said Winnipeg was uh, my worst jersey. I, I I might want to change it to Nashville after seeing this. I don't think this is great at all. This is as boring as you could get. You know, they completely. This is uninspired. They could have and should have went with that skull logo. You know, remember that 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 skull logo they had on their third jersey with the predator mouth and the big teeth that they had in the mustard jersey. That would have been far superior. Or even if they threw on their original logo that had all the colors in it, a little bit of the orange, the darker blue, with all the different colors in the uh, you know the logo, that would have been a much cooler look to bring that logo back. This, just like you said, I don't think anybody's going to want to buy this. It looks too close to what they've worn before and what they wear currently. It's I don't know. I feel like they phoned it in for this one. Yeah, I don't see anybody getting excited about this. And that's funny because Nashville – you know, their crowd, the the vibe that they had at their arena and everything that they built as a team over the past decade or so. I mean, that's a fun place to, you know, to be involved with a hockey game. So for them to put out a jersey that uh, just didn't really it just didn't go anywhere. It's just there. I mean, I, I'm a little, I don't think it's really emblematic of their franchise as a whole. I think that's a raucous fan base when they're competitive. I think that they love, you know, Nashville is a fun place to be. It's a fun place to watch a game. That Jersey doesn't really sum it up for me. Uh, and speaking of jerseys that just don't really quite do it for me, the Edmonton Oilers. All right. So this jersey looks like it would have been perfectly at home at an alumni game. I could see Wayne Gretzky wearing this at his current age, uh, but I don't see what they were going for here. And I, I'll be honest with you, I was kind of hoping for some kind of variation of their old gear logo that kind of mimicked the old oh, LA yeah. Kings. Uh, but this one, I mean, it's there. It's an Edmonton Oilers jersey. It's It exists. I can say that about it for sure. I mean, they made it. It's available. You can look at it. Uh, these are about the only things I have to say about this jersey, unless you can bring some uh, clarity I, to this. I mean, they again, they're another team that's kind of run that run the the gamut of using their jerseys from the past before. So this is nothing new, I don't think. I mean, this a little bit of a throwback to the WHA days, you know, the late seventies. I think that I think you, you might have a point there. They could have it could have been a lot cooler if they had the, you know light blue and orange gear like if they went with the gear from that navy blue and white jersey and threw it in here with the with these colors that would have been reverse retro for sure and that probably would have been a lot more uh at least unique in terms of meeting the criteria of reverse retro they their regular jerseys have this logo anyway so but again they suffer from that same syndrome of only having one logo they don't have too many other logos to draw from the only other one would be the gear or, you know, the guy you know, the, on that jersey that they wore in, like, late 90s with that shoulder patch with the, the oil derrick and the, the oil worker on there, that would have been cool if they brought that back, at least as a shoulder patch. But they missed that opportunity here. It looks too classic of a hockey jersey when it should have been a little more funky. And that's kind of a weird sentence for you to have to say, right? It's too classic of a hockey I jersey. I mean, that sounds like a good problem to have, but – you know, again, I think this might be an example of maybe these guys just didn't understand the assignment. Maybe they didn't understand what they were asked to bring to the table. Uh, they they brought a very conservative, very decent looking jersey. I mean, if you like the Edmonton Oilers jersey, you're not going to look at this and say it's hideous. It's not. Oh. It's fine. Uh, but it's just not breaking any molds. It's not breaking any boundaries. Uh, nothing really there. So 
Uh, moving on a little bit, uh, we're going to go to one that has not gotten a lot of positive feedback, but I actually like it. Uh, the Boston Bruins. Okay, so they came out with a yellow base jersey, which they've done before with some uh, varying degrees of success. You know, the Bruin logo at the center. They've they've experimented with some other things. Um, they brought that sort of weird looking Bruin guy on the uh, the shoulder patch back. And, uh, you know, they put out this yellow base jersey. Um, yeah, it's not as cool as their white or black one, but this jersey for some reason, and I think it's really just a testament to the colors, to be honest with you. I think these colors are so sharp that you can't dislike it. I like the Bruins jersey here. Um, it's, it's very hard for me to have made the assessment I just made on Edmonton's jersey and then turn around and say, I like this Bruins jersey. Because it really, they did the same thing. They copied off each other and sent in the same assignment. But I'm failing one and I'm giving an A to the other. I, I like the Bruins here. I think the jersey looks sharp. I could see where there's going to be some criticism to that. But uh, I'm a fan of it. Uh, what do you think? I think what gives us the A is that they use the shoulder patches from the early 90s. That bear, while people think it's hideous, I think is their coolest shoulder patch by far. That... That addition right there makes it better than Edmonton's because Edmonton has no shoulder pad. This has the cool bear. I love this jersey. I really think they did a great job with this. They have the old B on there, the one from the 90s. This jersey would have been like if in, let's say, the 89-90 NHL season, if there was a third jersey program then, this would have been the Bruins' third jersey in 89-90, 90-91. This truly would be the reverse. Like they had a, they, at that time, they had the white jersey, the black jersey. This would have been their third jersey. That's already the yellow makes it reverse. They went to the reverse logo and they brought back those, the bare shoulder patch. I actually think this is a really nice jersey. And if someone were to give it to me, I would gladly accept it and wear it proudly. Well, I won't be giving it to you. I'm so trying to see if anybody would send it to me out there who's listening. I don't think so. Uh, personally, I think uh, that's not going to happen, but I'm. I'm glad we don't do any sort of planning on this show, and I'm glad that we just kind of wing it every single time because you just gave me a perfect segue with the way you described that jersey, saying that if it had been late 80s, early 90s, and there was a third jersey program, that uh, this is what it would have looked like because that's going to bring me to my next two selections on the list. But the first one, and I'll tell you, they're going to be Tampa Bay and Ottawa, two teams that came into the league around that time. Um, but the two jerseys, and I'm going to start with Tampa on this one because they went back to the classic logo. This jersey, actually, I think you just described exactly how I feel about this, which is if they had come into the league back then and there was a third jersey program in place, I think we're looking at exactly what it would have been or something very close to it. So I, I think your assessment on the last one is uh, pretty right, and uh, I think it pertains to this one. Uh, with Tampa Bay. What do you think about Tampa Bay? I mean, the colors are there. They went back to the old logo. You got a team that has been trying to push towards the, you know, the Stevie Y mindset when he was there uh, of the, you know, taking some of the concept from the wings and simplifying things. These guys went back to the, uh, the same look from the early nineties. And this is something different. Maybe some people might say it looks kind of like a practice Jersey from that era, but, uh, I don't know. I, I think it's reverse retro. It's, it's certainly on the cusp of feeling like these guys are getting it and they got it right, but, uh, maybe I, not enough. I don't know. 
I think it qualifies as reverse retro to me. And I could definitely have seen them wearing this as a third jersey in 92, 93 or 93, 94. I love that they brought back the lines and stripes underneath the armpits. That was a cool touch. And I, I love the Florida slash lightning bolt through Florida shoulder patch. And that logo right there is infinitely better than what they're wearing right now. So they, I think they have, it has the look, the modern look of their blue jersey somewhat with the old logo and more striping with the, the hint of a more a little bit more black, which I think is missing in Tampa's color scheme because they look too much like Toronto. Yeah. So I, I do like the addition of black. Again, this definitely looks like it could have come off the shelves of 92, 93 for them as a third jersey. 100% yeah. agree. And I do, I actually do like this jersey. Either way, I think these guys got the assignment. I think they understood what the reverse retro idea was all about, whether they maybe could have done something better or worse. I definitely think they got it. They yeah. understood it. But the next team on my list here is a little interesting. Um, so the Ottawa Senators, we talked about on one of our last episodes, For they sure. revisited their old logo, but with some some tweaks. They went with some different coloring on the old logo, and they're looking to bring that back in general. But then they go and they bring out this reverse retro jersey, which has the old logo with the old color scheme, which is not very different from the one that they're bringing back. And they managed to bring back a jersey, which is pretty underwhelming to me. It's, it's, yeah, they got it. They did it. They made it, but it's red. It's got two black stripes. It's got a single black stripe at the bottom and the old jersey. I mean, it's, it's there. It exists, but I don't know if this is really moving the, uh, you know, it's, I don't know. They, uh, they didn't do anything wrong either. I mean, this is nothing wrong with this jersey. It's fine. It's not pushing any envelopes. Uh, it's, it's just kind of out there. I, I look at this and I'm not sure when I think of like, I try to look at these and say, all right, what player would I see wearing this Jersey? Radic and, punk. Yeah, maybe. I don't know if I see Alexei Yashin wearing this. Uh, I don't know if this is a little later, a little earlier in their minds. It looks like it's missing a little white trim for me on the arms and the bottom, but I don't know. It's, it's a different, it's a red base. So they get the concept, they check the boxes but uh, I don't know if we're quite there. I kind of like the lack of white on this one because it looks like it's a reverse of their black original jersey. I would love if they had Ottawa Senators written in the logo like they originally did, but they went for the little the leafy pattern on the, in their logo, which I would have preferred Ottawa Senators. But this one is kind of like, oh, okay, yeah, it fits as, it fits the bill. You know, it's if again if they were wearing this in ninety two ninety three, I would have said, yeah, it's their third jersey for sure. So I mean. That's all I got to say about the Ottawa one. I do love that they brought their original logo back to some degree. Not true original, but to some degree, this is their original look. And, you know, I think it works for me. It's fine. I'm not not one of my favorites, though. Yeah, yeah, I, I could certainly see that. Um, I've got one more here that I want to get to before we really start ramping it up. Before we start getting into the... Well, actually, uh, there's two more I want to get to before we... Start kind of getting into the new, maybe three. I don't know. Um, but let's start with Pittsburgh. Okay, so Pittsburgh Penguins. I think myself, personally, I was hoping for maybe a little more Robo Penguin. Oh, yeah, I definitely. I was hoping for a little bit more of that era. Pittsburgh didn't. This is maybe of the whole list. We've talked about some that have had these characteristics on it. This is maybe the one that most embodies the idea of they didn't do anything wrong. 
they took the old white jersey, you know, where the black, you know, their white jersey used to have the logo. The black used to say Pittsburgh going down a side. They flipped it. Reverse they flipped check. The colors. They, they definitely checked the retro. They definitely checked the reverse. On its surface, this jersey looks pretty sharp, but I think they missed some opportunities here. I think they missed maybe a little bit more Robo Penguin here in this in this era, and maybe it's not appropriate to have a Robo Penguin without Yarmir Yager. But that's what we've got here, and it's fine. It's good. Um, I like it. It's not bad. I mean, I, I certainly don't hate it, but uh, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm this one confuses me. They didn't even put the Robo Penguin as a shoulder patch. They went with the Penguin that they have now. I mean, that's a missed opportunity right there. This would have been infinitely better if it was the black jersey with the Robo Penguin. Because they didn't have that when they first introduced it. The Robo Penguin was only on the white home jersey, not the black one. So, yes, they did this as retro, uh, reverse. But they went with the, the worst of their retro, which was the yeah. diagonal Pittsburgh. The, they had the, other the Robo Penguin, and the Robo Penguin had never been used, you know, in any of their Winter Classic games. They always went back to the original skating penguin in the triangle. Robo Penguin should have been back. I'll be on the phone with Mario, trying to have a conversation with him, walking him back from this. But I think it might be too late. You know, maybe I'll talk to Ken Reggett if I have to, or Shell Samuelson to see if they'll put throw two cents in there to change this back and. I mean, maybe Ron Francis will come back from Seattle and say, hey, guys, you know, fix this. So basically you want to talk to the whole cast of Sudden Death with John claude Van Damme and you want to apply, you know, to try to appeal to their reason about this jersey. I mean, I'll talk to Brad Tolliver if I have to. If he, if you'll, he, you'll go straight to Tolliver. You'll, you'll pick him up off the gurney, off the, <laughs> the medical table. You'll put on his gear, and you will selflessly step out into the National Hockey League Game 7 of the Stanley Cup Finals. That's really brave of you. But uh, instead of doing that, instead of going that route, we're going to look at some other ones kind of in and around this era. So from that one, I'm going to – go to two more. These are both original six teams. I'm going to touch on two more and then we're going to ramp it up to the ones that at least, I mean, I'm not going to say your opinion doesn't matter because it doesn't, but we're going to ramp it up to the ones that I like a little bit more after this. The creme so, de la creme. Yeah. Something like that. So the Chicago Blackhawks came out um, with a Jersey that is good. It, this jersey to me, when I saw this jersey, it struck me as one of the jerseys you would have seen back in like the uh, NHL 93 days when like they could only put a certain amount of colors on the palette yeah. and they didn't always get it right. And they needed to have like, all right, one team has red and black. The other team has to be black and red just because they had to, you know, you had to be able to tell the difference if they played each other. This one is good. Uh, I think that the older looking Blackhawks logo is pretty cool. Uh, it's not bad. I mean, again, another team you, you brought up the winter classic issue with a lot of these teams. Chicago has been there and been involved in a whole lot of this stuff. Uh, but this is a black Jersey. It's got the red trim. It's got the white stripes. I mean, they checked all the boxes. They did pretty well, but this one strikes me the same as the penguins. I'm not floored by it. Yeah, I just kind of scrolled right past this one when I was looking through the teams that when they were when they were released, it was I mean, they missed the shoulder patch. 
what is it with these teams missing the shoulder patch? They, they have the coolest, well, one of the coolest shoulder patches of all time with the the C and the Tomahawks. I think that would have been cool to see on here. We see it feels like we've seen this already with their Winter Classic jersey from 2010. It's really close to that. There's nothing like you say, and like you've been repeating throughout here. It's not a bad jersey. It's just not cool enough right now. I don't know. It doesn't do it for me. I I I, I think the Blackhawks have probably the greatest NHL jersey of all time. Their white jersey, especially, probably is my number one favorite. The Indian head is an is an incredible logo. This one is a cool retro f- spin on it, but eh, they could have done a lot better. I don't know. But yeah. again, they've they've kind of exhausted every option already with all the winter classics and stuff they've been a part of. That's what you get for winning. Yeah, there's only so many things you can really do. They've done well in the past. They certainly have had a great stable of jerseys uh, in time. This one is just, eh, it's there. It's fine. I'm not impressed. I'm not disappointed. It just exists. And then you get to the Toronto Maple Leafs. I talked about this on one of the past ones. I think maybe, I don't even remember which one I said it about, but I feel the same way about this one. This is a sweatshirt. This is you go to the team store in between periods. You got a hot dog in your hand. You've, you're trying to find a place to put your soda. You walk into the team store and there's the jerseys on one side. And on the other side, there's some sweaters in the style of jerseys. And they've got the drawstring on them and they look pretty good. Uh, but they're not jerseys. You know, they're, they're probably comfortable. Man, they'd probably be pretty cool to wear out on a pond if you were playing somewhere. Uh, that's what this jersey is for the Toronto Maple Leafs. I don't know what I expected from the Leafs coming into this, but this jersey, I mean, it's the logo's a little bit older, but, you know, it's, again, like you said, the colors, they've only got two. They've, there's only so many options. Their logos, they did opt for a slightly older logo. Uh, I, I don't know what I wanted for this, and I don't know what they could have done better. But it just doesn't really jump out at me. No, not for me either. And again, they they, they fall victim to the uh, use of gray. I'm not sure where that fell into the color palette. Again, I don't like the gray on the on the jerseys. I do appreciate them using an older logo that I don't think I've seen that one on a jersey for a while for the Toronto Maple Leafs. Or, or I mean, not in our lifetimes, maybe yours. Uh, I think they could have done better if they went with that Wendell Clark era, Felix Potvin era Leaf logo as their crest. And done something more along those lines with a, a darker blue. I don't know. But this one, like you say, just doesn't doesn't inspire much here. I don't know. And that's the curse of having two colors. I think they could have done better if they went with that early 90s look. And that's all I'll say on that. Okay. I think that's fair. So now we're going to get into what I consider to be the upper echelon of these jerseys. Uh, this next group that we're going to talk about And, you know, by the way, you're going to hear me saying some things, this next group, and some indication that there's some planning on this. There isn't. I'm just saying words to buy time to look at the rest of my list and figure out which ones I like the most. Uh, And, you know, and don't really, don't be fooled. There's no planning that goes into this. Uh, But nonetheless, let's take a look at the Washington Capitals. Yes. Okay. Now, I picked them for a reason next, because they... I think they certainly got the concept of the retro rewind uh, jerseys here. But of the group, I want to say that I think they're my least favorite one. So they're extremely, this is like, for me, this is like one of the, maybe the bronze or the silver. Like you made it 
to the top group, the upper echelon, but of that group, you are not the best. And it is unfortunate. So they went with the Eagle logo, which was, in my opinion, much maligned in its in its day. Uh, but some great capitals wore that jersey and that uniform. Some great guys come to mind that played on that team. They took that and they incorporated it with the red, white, and blue color scheme. So this, to me, looks like instead of when they switched to the other color scheme, they easily could have switched to this. Yeah, definitely. And this belongs if if you if they would have been wearing this back in whatever year they switched to the bird, you know, the eagle logo. Um, I'm a f- I think these guys that designed this jersey, I think these guys got the assignment. They understood what they were tasked to do. They did a good job in bringing a retro reverse jersey um, to the table. And uh, I mean, it's not my favorite one of the upper echelon, but I respect these guys. I think they got it. And I think they did a pretty good job. I feel like the Capitals always have something kind of boring. You know, generally speaking, they're not very exciting in terms of their colors. And uh, well, the colors are cool, but their their logo, re, their their new logo, their new uniforms are kind of bland. The logo is too small with text. Text doesn't really work very well with logos. At least I don't think so. This is awesome. I think this this totally qualifies as reverse retro, and I think this should be their regular jersey. I'm almost wondering when is this re- reverse retro going to take over as one of the primaries for a team. It's going to happen eventually, right? I oh. think the Capitals definitely have one of those jerseys that could could steal the Thunder away from their current look, even though they want to cup with that look. How cool would it be seeing Henrik Lundqvist wearing this Capitals jersey? Wow. Of all the caps, that's the guy you pick. <laughs> a guy who has not yet suited up in a game yet. I have received a fair amount of negative feedback uh, so far dealing with that particular man for suggesting that Mike Richter was the better Rangers goaltender uh, than Henrik Lundqvist. Uh, I know there's a lot of Hank supporters out there. Uh, hey, I'm, I'm looking to see him win one with the Caps. And if he was wearing this jersey, I don't have a problem with it. I think it looks pretty good. It is my least favorite of the upper echelon group. But like you said, I think these guys did a good job. They got it. And uh, they figured it out. So one for me that fits right in with that category, uh, the Buffalo Sabres. So this jersey that they brought out, is the exact, as far as I can tell, is the exact same thing as the one they wore in the red, black, and white during that era where every team just had to have a red, black, and white jersey, no matter what their colors were. Uh, and the Sabres, they took that exact jersey and they brought it into the the classic Sabres color scheme. Um, this one for me is interesting because when you look at it, I don't know that it's necessarily that visually (laughs) appealing, but these guys certainly did a good job with the reverse retro rewind idea. And I like what they brought to the table. I'm I'm not sure that the end product on its own, if you just objectively, if you brought a person in who didn't really know anything about hockey jerseys and showed them this one, I think they'd be like, Oh, okay. Uh, That's, that's fine. Uh, But I think these guys did a good job. They did their homework they brought the colors out. They nailed the reverse retro concept for me. So uh, this one, um, this one's pretty decent from from the standpoint of what I think the reverse retro concept was all about. I agree. I, this was actually one of the first ones I saw that I said, "Wow, they that's pretty awesome." 
because I, I never really liked that red and black one that they had with this exact color scheme uh, of, of visual design that's across swords and the sabers in the front. I never really liked it when it was originally their jersey as a third jersey, but now it's, I don't know, it's kind of cool. The only thing that would have made this better if they had the goat head swapped out as the center logo instead of the shoulder patch. <laughs> the goat buffalo in these colors looks really cool, actually. I, I kind of like it. Have you and seen one mocked up with that? No, I haven't. That would be a cool one to check out, though. Just swapping out the the, the, the center crest for the goat head, that would have been really good. I'm not, I don't hate on these and I know it has a little bit of gray, but it's so minimal. You can't really even tell. Um, I think they did a cool job going reverse retro with this one, but the go ahead would have been a little better. All right. Well, that's uh, interesting feedback for them. I think my next Jersey here on the list, uh, lady Liberty for the New York Rangers. So for me, this is kind of interesting because I'm trying to compare my feelings now towards this Rangers Liberty jersey to my feelings back in 90, what was it, 96? 97. Yeah, when they came out with it the first time. And both times when it was unveiled before me, I was extremely underwhelmed. But one thing I will say about this Liberty jersey is looking at the jersey itself this time, just like last time when it came out, there's a this is a jersey that without the rest of the uniform on it doesn't really pop as much. So and what I mean by that is if you watch, you know, if you see a picture of Wayne Gretzky or Mike Richter in full 96 era Liberty attire, including the red pants and the gloves and the whole ensemble, the uniform is super sharp. Yeah. This jersey, I have yet to seen uh, – I've yet to see this mocked up in a full uniform. The jersey for me is a little underwhelming, and I'm trying to judge it based on the merits of the jersey itself. The jersey is a little underwhelming because they didn't really make use the, – uh, the original Liberty has a big – you know, the this bottom part of the sleeve is all red. So you get a lot more pop in the colors this jersey has just kind of a thin red and white stripe. So when you see the jersey on its own, it's very it's just like 90% blue. It kind of looks like a practice jersey. But I have a feeling with this jersey, when you see it on a player with the red Rangers pants on and you see the full uniform, I think it's going to be a different story. I think you're going to see a, uh, a pretty sharp look there. So I'm uh, I'm not going to make the same jump decision I made back in 96, which turned out to be wrong. That was the first time ever and actually since that I've been wrong uh, was with that jersey. And I think I'm not going to make that mistake again. I'm going to say that this jersey is pretty sharp. I, I think a lot of Ranger fans are breathing a sigh of relief that Lady Liberty's back. Uh, I personally, if it was me, and this is, you know, we're talking about how to improve things. I think that the white Rangers Liberty jersey is like the dark horse of all Rangers jerseys. Yeah. I wish they had done more with that because that's a jersey. You can't find it in the any of the video games. You can't ever play it in NHL 21 or any of them. You can't. I mean, that jersey is hard to come by. The white variant of the Liberty jersey. I was secretly kind of hoping for that. But I know a lot of the fans were hoping for the uh, Liberty to return. I think this jersey did pretty good overall. What do you think? I'm a big fan of seeing this come back. I mean, I, I 
It's a little sparse with the striping. I would have liked to see something on the collar a little bit, uh, maybe a little um, silver, maybe, or a little bit of a red on the collar like the original ones had. But um, the New York Rangers Instagram page did do a quick mock-up with uh, Mika Zibanejad wearing it. They look like they're wearing Columbus Blue Jackets like gloves in this mock-up, so I guess they'll be wearing different gloves for this. Looks like they still have the red pants, and the socks have similar striping to the sleeve with the thin red and white. Um, looks like they had the regular rain, the, uh, the cool, the, the modified Rangers crest still made its way to the shoulder, the shoulder patch. That's pretty cool. That's a nice touch. I was always a fan of that. So they didn't ruin it. I think the Rangers did a nice job bringing back a Jersey that we haven't seen on the ice since I guess it was 2007 spring of 07 when, uh, you know, they eliminated the third Jersey program when, uh, when, uh, Reebok took over the uniforms. So cool Ooh. to see this back on the ice. Can't wait to watch it. Yeah, uh, I like it. And uh, we're going to continue moving on up here on to the upper echelon. So moving on a little bit further. So teams, in my opinion, that got it. You're, you're not going to hear any from here on out that didn't really kind of get this whole thing. Uh, the St. Louis Blues came out with a variant that I can I can actually see Al McInnes stepping across the blue line and with a wood stick, by the way, firing a clap bomb down, barred down 110 miles an hour. I can see him doing that in this jersey. They took the uh, they took the look. They flipped the colors. It seems like a simple recipe to get it done right. We've looked at a lot of teams so far tonight over the last hour, and not everybody got it right. I think the St. Louis Blues got it right. I think that they uh, they pretty much made it happen with this jersey. Uh, you touched on a good point with the Liberty jersey a second ago with the collar. You know, back in the uh, 90s, and, and that's important because this is a retro, you know, the whole concept is retro. The teams that ignored the collar, I think, missed a huge opportunity because yeah. the St. Louis Blues have a layered collar in this. They've got a blue layer. They've got a yellow layer under that. The 90s were all about the V-necks, and they were all about multiple colors on the collar. A lot of teams in the recent era have gone for the the drawstring. They've had not much in the way of a collar. The St. Louis Blues brought that back. They've got a red base jersey with a yellow stripe, a blue stripe at the top. You know, they got all their striping in there. I, I can see this jersey. I think Brett Hull would have been right at home, firing pucks home, wearing this jersey. I think this is incredible jersey. I mean, this one might be one of my favorites, if not the favorite, for meeting the criteria of reverse retro. I love the red base. And I I, I was always a fan of this jersey when the Blues first introduced it and uh, right after the 93-94 season when they went to this look. I would love to see Grant Fear wearing this. I would love to see John Casey in goal wearing this jersey for those fans of the goaltenders from the mid-90s. I think this jersey is incredible, and I love that St. Louis used to have a little hint of red. And you know, the good on the Blues for bringing this back and bringing back their, you know, the blue version of this as a, a third jersey earlier in this, you know, the 2019 20 NHL season. So, love what the Blues did here. 100% one of the best retro jerseys we've seen. Reverse retro. Yeah, and I think that it's important to note that the Blues is in the title, and this jersey is red. So if you're going to make a reverse retro jersey and your team's got blue in the title, you better make your jersey red 
Uh, and that's exactly what the St. Louis Blues did, but it's also what the Columbus Blue Jackets did. So all the teams that are supposed to be blue are now red. The Columbus Blue Jackets put out a red jersey using their original logo, Blue Jackets, red jerseys, I guess. Um, this jersey's pretty good. I think that this team, uh, I think if Columbus had come into the league with this as their expansion, expansion jersey, it would have been way better than the one they did come in with. Uh, I kind of like what they did here. I, I don't have a problem with uh, Columbus's jerseys here. I know uh, you have a little bit of a problem rooting for them when it gets down to the playoffs and they're horribly outmatched. But as far as their jerseys are concerned, I think they did a pretty good job here. Oh, I think these are awesome. I love seeing the old CB come back. Well, the CBJ, technically the hockey stick is a J there. I would imagine that's what it is. But they, they did a great job. Again, going with the reverse color. They only had one other choice to go with, and that would have been red. The red shirts. But uh, Blue Jacket worked, uh, logo works with this. I think this is great. No complaints here. This meets the bill. And again, I would love to see uh, Ron Tugnut wearing this jersey in the 2000-2001 uh, season. This would have looked good in an inaugural jersey. But they definitely they definitely did a nice job enticing me with this one. This is this is one to see on the ice. I can't wait to see how they pull together with their with the rest of the uniform. Will the pants be different? You know, I, I I saw some images online that the pants were blue with a primarily blue with a with a, um, a red stripe on the bottom. Usually, it's the reverse. They wear red pants with a little bit of blue, so maybe the reverse retro has reverse pants too. Like that's another thing for these uniforms. Will reverse be the pants too? I don't know. I gotta wait and see for that. I'm always excited about what the pants look like. Yeah, I think that'll be interesting. And, and we touched on that with the Rangers jersey a few minutes ago. The rest of the uniform really does play a big factor in how some of these will be perceived. So I'm prepared to be proven wrong on maybe some of the ones that I, I mean, mostly correctly indicated are towards the bottom of the, the pack there. I'm prepared to be proven wrong if the team puts out a real sharp or real edgy uh, uniform design with the rest of their gear. But my next one, I think you could make a strong argument that this is number one, but I'm not going to put it at number one. I'm going to go with the Carolina Hartford Whalers. So on its merits, right? If you, you put an objective standard on this, a Martian, for example, comes down to earth and looks at all the jerseys in the national hockey league. There's no question. This is the sharpest. Yes, the Brass Bonanza plays. He hears it. I wish we could afford the rights. I'd like it to be playing right now when people hear this. But we're working on it. We can't afford those rights. The Carolina Hartford Whalers jersey is fantastic. It is aesthetically beautiful. Uh, it's one of the wonders of the world. People know that. They understand that. And they look at this and they understand that it is just glorious. However... It is not at the top of my list because it is exactly what it is. I mean, you've got Pucky the Whale. I know you love those shoulder patches. You Me got too. Pucky. You got the logo. It's glorious. It's beautiful. But it's not It's not really touching any new ground. You can't put it any lower than we've got it on our kind of current ranking that we're building towards because it's amazing. But it didn't do anything really new. 
it's hard to criticize a Whalers jersey for coming back in the NHL on a somewhat permanent basis because I know Carolina did completely mock up the Whalers uniforms a couple of times in the last couple of years. But the green uh, only. But the green only. I mean, this this has the gray factor to it for me that's like a, knocks it down a point or two. I don't like the gray. I don't know why it's there. I would have loved to have seen some other elements of the Hurricanes as part of this. Maybe the Hurricane checker pattern on it, but if you would have screwed up with the Whalers jersey, people would have freaked out. So I feel like they went the safe route and just said, hey, people like the Whalers. I was going to give them a Whalers jersey and We'll make it a different color, so we'll make it gray. Wait, uh, can I, I stop you right there? So I'm looking at a picture of this right now. The person that I'm looking at that's modeling it is up against what looks like a darker gray background. Yes. Um, are you telling me that this jersey is not white? It is actually a gray base? It's a gray base. Oh, boy. Yeah, it's I... a gray base for sure. I think, we got, I think we're looking at the same image. Okay, I'm going to have to go take a shower real quick. I don't know what's going on around me. <laughs> I'm lost and confused. I really thought that that was a white jersey. No, uh, this is that, gray. That changes things for me. Um, well, you could see the white clearly in the trim yeah, of the you logo. Can. You sure can. Um, I, I'm glad we put it here then. I, I'm, I would have actually knocked it down a few pegs for the Greg. It's still sharp, but... Uh, yeah, I didn't re- actually didn't even realize that. Uh, so yeah, it's uh, it's still nice. I don't actually I don't even know if I'd move it up or down because it's different. But again, you talked about the gray. I think uh, hmm, I'm gonna need a minute. I have to consult some spiritual advisors. Would you have liked this if it was the Hurricanes logos in green I and would, white? I'll be honest with you. I was kind of hoping for a bunch of jerks. Sure. <laughs> I was kind of hoping that they were going to come out with the uh, bunch of jerks logo and really stick it to the uh, now deposed John Tyler. That would have been a cool jersey. I was kind of hoping for that instead, but the Whalers, you can never turn them down. Um, I thought this was white. The fact that it's gray pretty much disproves everything that I said in my assessment, but it also takes it down a notch in terms of visual appeal. So Just a notch. Yeah, I'm glad we put it where it's at. It's still sharp. The Whalers are amazing. You're not going to go wrong with the Whalers. As long as the Brass Bonanza is there behind it, I'm with it. All right, fine. Let's take it up a notch. Now we're going to take a look at some of the real powerhouses, some of the real jerseys that pop off the screen. Pop, pop. And let's go down to your boys. I know you couldn't wait to talk about these guys. The Desert Dogs. Oh, yes. Coyotes, and I'm not going to call them Arizona Coyotes. I'm calling them Phoenix Coyotes because they've got the Peyote Coyote on their jersey, and now it's not green, it's purple. I hated this jersey when it was the green one when it first came out. Now, I love it. I love that they even switched the right reverse. They went with the purple instead of the green. So I think they completely did a great job with this. That peyote, coyote, as you refer to it, is an incredible logo. I think they couldn't have done any better job. And I, except for one thing, and I don't, I can't tell from the picture I see here. Do they have the gecko as a shoulder patch? Huh? Because if if it's confirmed that there's a gecko, then this definitely wins a lot more points. So you feel good about it as your well. What do you, I know it, it's, it's not my number there, one, but it's, but it's really close. It's pretty close, especially after what they did in the uh, the playoffs last year and the bubble. 
I love seeing the cactus in the desert scene on the bottom. This is re- reminiscent of the the hurricane, um, the Tampa jersey, the Tampa third jersey that had the lightning storm on the sleeves and the rain on the jersey. Remember that but, one? But way more tasteful. Uh, so, so this is kind of cool. So I, I like seeing, I love seeing these 90s styles coming back. So this this one big win for the for the Yotes. Yeah, I know you love those desert dogs, and uh, they they came up pretty good here. I think they this is a team that certainly got it. Uh, they weren't afraid to throw in a totally different color into the mix. That's awesome. Uh, I I give them a lot of props for that. I think that they really just went with it and they threw it out there. Uh, probably about six months ago, you could have bought an old version of that green jersey for pennies on the dollar for what somebody bought from. now uh i don't know maybe the prices are starting to tick up a little bit but let's take a look at the habs montreal canadians so these guys i mean they're as classic as classic gets right um the canadians canadians if you're feeling fancy late canadian the, yeah these guys i mean this is you know, they won the most Stanley Cups of any team. They are one of the most classic franchises, probably by far the most classic franchise in the league. So a team like this doesn't want to move the, you know, they don't want to push the envelope too much. But I've always found one of the things interesting about the Canadians jerseys is that, you know, the white one has the red patch. So, you know, it classically had the red patch up on the top, on the shoulders. And the white one always had the logo in the center. And then the red one had the whole blue and white line running through the center and onto the shoulder stripe. So a very different style home and away jersey for a long time for the Habs. Now they went with that reverse flip, which I think a lot of people, and they've experimented with this concept before, but a lot of people see this as kind of a, a natural evolution. I think this is reverse retro done right but similar to the whalers whether or not it's gray or white i'm not even still sure about that but uh similar to that i think this is done right it's just a question of uh i don't know did they you know they they obviously are a classic team they keep close to the uh vest on most stuff did they push the envelope enough i think this is a really nice jersey i actually had to check the uh the nhl uniform database to see that they never had a blue jersey on their in their palette of uniforms so i think they did a nice job using blue as the primary color for their jersey uh it's pretty cool to see the canadians logo against a blue background like that so i think this was a win maybe they could have added a shoulder patch or uh like the the one that they wore for the the winter classic in 2016 with the with the globe that said world champions like maybe that could have been a cool shoulder patch they could have added to this but i think this is a really cool look for them i i I wonder if they're going to wear red pants to go with this. Like, again, going with the whole uniform because they normally wear blue pants. Will they continue to wear blue pants for this? I guess that's yet to be seen. But I, I love the fact that they have a blue base jersey. I think the pants make a big difference when they wear these on the ice. If they wear the blue, I think this is a little boring. Yeah, it's if too much. Too much. Red, if, if they wear like Rangers pants with this jersey, I think that's going to be sharp. So you're right. The The rest of the uniform is going to make a big impact on this. So we're getting to be around Christmas time. Uh, it's obviously, you know, mid to late November here. I, I wouldn't even claim to know what day it is. I mean, I, I live in a bunker. Um, so 
I wouldn't know what day or time it is, but I know we're getting close to Christmas time. And without that, you know, you can't not talk about the New Jersey Devils and what they've done here. Uh, They have embraced their roots in a big way. They have come out with probably, uh, you could make an argument, this is one of the quintessential reverse retros here. They flipped the colors. They put the green jersey from back in the day as the base, flipped it with the red, and uh, this is a jersey that's going to make a lot of people happy. I think I'm one of them. I like what they've done here. It's seasonally appropriate. I like it. Uh, green and red and yellow. I mean, this is this could have been on the cover of NHL hockey on the original Sega Genesis with just a few minor modifications. This, again, this falls into the category of 89-90 NHL season, third jersey. This would have been the Devil's third jersey in that year. Chris Terreri. Yeah, Chris Terreri would have been, would have been. I mean, you ever see Chris Terreri hockey cards? He's always making a great save in those cards. It's always, it's unbelievable. You got to check some of those out. But anyway, if he was wearing this jersey, he'd look absolutely stunning. I think this jersey probably, if it wasn't for one of the other jerseys that's on here, this would have been my favorite. I am a sucker for the green and, and red devils uniforms and using the green base is the classic flip of the reverse concept. So this couldn't have gotten any better. It doesn't need anything else. There's no shoulder patches necessary. This is just as awesome as it gets. And once again, I'll repeat it again. I wonder what pants they'll wear. The devils used to wear the green pant with the, the red and white and uh, red and white trim on sides. Will they flip that and have a red pant instead of a green one? Who knows? We'll be yet to see. But whatever they do, they nailed it with this jersey. Kudos to you, New Jersey Devils. Yeah, you don't get to say that very often, but there it is. Kudos to the New Jersey Devils. Uh, So speaking of this whole concept, we've talked at length about a lot of this, which teams get it, which teams don't. This reverse retro concept, I think you could probably go around the league and you could talk to fans all over the place. But I think you're probably going to end up with these last two. And I think that everybody, yeah, probably everybody's going to agree on these. Uh, I'm going to take the low-hanging fruit for mine. And I know which one I've known since the second I saw it, which one was your favorite. But these last two that we're going to get into are clearly... The two, no matter what you say, I think these last two are certainly the ones that got this. They understood the reverse retro assignment. Then they went home and they knocked it out of the park. And so I will pick the Los Angeles Kings. So the Los Angeles Kings, they took everything that was great about the, they took the, the double layered stripes and the the center colored uh, section from the Gretzky era jerseys. They flipped the colors twice. They did a double flip. They flipped the colors to the old purple and gold, and then they made purple the base color, and they kept the 90s, you know, late 80s, early 90s Kings Chevy logo. Uh, Then they kept the old colors. I mean, this jersey is very impressive. They certainly got it. I couldn't even tell you which player I would see wearing this jersey, but it turned out fantastic. I think they did a really good job. I think the thing is, you look at this jersey, you see that it's vintage, it's retro, it's rewind. 
I think the guy that you see most wearing this jersey is a guy that's on their team this year. I think they did that good of a job that yeah. it it looks old and it looks retro, but I think the new guys that wear this, it's going to be unique. This is going to be something cool. I can see Drew Doughty wearing this. Well, okay. Yeah, maybe so. I love this jersey. I mean, I don't know if you guys if, if you know this, but the Kings actually this this crest did originally exist in this color scheme. Before they got Gretzky, they just never used it on their jersey. So they kind of resurrected that original look because that's how it looked. I have a, a media guide from 87, 88, right before they switched over. And it has this logo on it in this color scheme, which is totally awesome. I think they got everything perfectly correct. This is reverse retro 100%. This is, I would definitely wear one of these jerseys and be totally happy wearing this jersey. I would be perfectly happy scoring on you while you were wearing that jersey. And uh, I, you, well, yeah, sure. I did not know that they used that jersey. The, pro- oh, wait, so they the never logo, had it on the, the logo. They had the logo, but not the jersey? Yeah, they never used that logo on a jersey. They used to use the crown, just the crown. And then when they switched over to the Gretzky era with the, the black and silver, they just kind of reformatted a little bit the Chevy-like logo. Which had previously existed, so that's uh, it's kind of cool to see it as what it could have looked like on a jersey in the earlier '80s. So very, I think this is incredibly awesome. I love this very jersey. Very cool. And there's only one jersey that the entire hockey world can agree is better than that. And I know you're chomping at the bit. I know you're just sitting there salivating, drooling on the floor waiting for the opportunity to talk about this one. So I will let you introduce the best retro reverse jersey that has come out in 2021. I think this best retro reverse jersey is proof that Quebec City needs a hockey team called the Nordiques right now. I think if the pandemic can give us anything good, it is that the Nordiques are back, even if they're back as a reverse retro jersey for the Avalanche. Using the white base for the their jersey the nordiques slash avalanche did it right i mean they had the fleur-de-lis in maroon they have the nordiques logo in maroon but they seem like they kept the original blue color which was a nice touch uh they they couldn't screw this one up and colorado did this perfectly i mean it's it's a unique to see the maroon instead of the red i don't know how people are going to feel about the fleur-de-lis in colorado because i mean it's definitely unique to the province of Quebec. So I guess it'll take some people getting used to that or at least learning what the Fleur de Lis is all about. But to see the Nordiques logo on the ice again is a dream come true of mine. I was heartbroken when they left in 1995 to go to Colorado. Uh, just seeing this again is is amazing. When we were getting the teasers of the, of the, the Fleur de Lis, I know we were talking about it to each other. I thought that they were just going to throw the Avalanche logo on there. I didn't think at all that they would go with the quebec logo so that was a nice surprise um imagine seeing these these jerseys line up against let's say montreal you think the avalanche play montreal wearing these jerseys they have to right i hope so i really hope so and i hope it's in montreal because i don't think the people in denver really much you know they'll love the jersey but i don't think they'll much care or understand i mean i'll say they understand but they're not going to get into the rivalry the way the people in Montreal will because those people haven't gone anywhere. The Nordiques left, but the people in Montreal are still there. 
Uh, I think this jersey, if the Colorado Avalanche go into Montreal and play against the Canadians wearing this jersey, this will be, I mean, certainly the coolest thing since the Canes wore the Whalers jerseys in Boston and it, well at their home in Carolina. Yeah. This will certainly be the coolest thing in terms of that because that one game, I mean, when the when the when the Hurricanes wore the Whalers jerseys in Boston, those Boston fans, I mean, they had not let it go. I mean, they 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 played against them, and it's gonna be the same thing. It's gonna if you wear these jerseys in Montreal, I just pray that they wear these jerseys in Montreal. I think that will be a raucous time. I think uh, I would be certainly looking forward to watching that from a safe distance on TV. And again, we have to see what color pants they use. I guess they can stick with black. You know, that's what they wear normally for the avalanche, but maybe a maroon to kind of mimic the, you know, the color of the maroon on the, the Fleur de Lis and the trim of the jersey and the Nordiques logo, because that would have been, I don't know, well, the Nordiques logo would have been red, but the Fleur de Lis blue on the Nordiques blue would have been their blue pants. So we'll see what color they choose as far as their pants are concerned. But this is totally awesome to see this again. I mean, there was talk about the uh, the, the Avalanche using a Nordiques jersey for their 25th anniversary in Denver. So we could see double the Nordiques action for the Avalanche this year. It could be quite possible. Yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing Colorado. And the coolest part is Colorado is an up-and-coming team. So they, they're going to be on the rise. So the Nordiques logo is on the rise with the team that's on the rise. So love everything about it. I love everything about the Retro Reverse program. I mean... The NHL did this, and I'm sure they planned this and developed it for a couple of years. So it wasn't like they just made it up out of nowhere. I'm going to go ahead and doubt that. I think they watched and, uh, you know, they saw what was going on. Then they finally found our podcast. And then they started to understand the importance of comparing and contrasting and bringing old time hockey into the modern light. I would like to think that that's where they got the idea from. Right, and possible. that's how this came into being. I mean, this is our show personified. And I think that it is a, a huge success, like our show has been. So uh, the NHL is definitely capitalizing on our on our on our uh, running on our coattails. So you know, NHL, you'd be wise to listen to what we say. Yeah, they sure would. And uh, well, you know what? That brings me to my next segment here. I think we covered all the jerseys. So uh, a couple months ago, we broke news to uh, the listeners out there about an Australian patent that went out for. A, uh, a video game called NHL 94 Rewind. And uh, we were the first to tell you about it, obviously. Uh, we're always ahead of the times. But uh, so that game has now been released. It came out last month in you know uh, October alongside of NHL 21. Anybody who pre-ordered the game received a free copy of NHL 94 Rewind, which includes me. I've downloaded it. I've had an opportunity to spend some time with it and play it. And I uh, just want to give everybody a little bit of feedback on it. And uh, I want to say that uh, the game is good. They have captured everything about NHL 94. Uh, but the game is very much a clone that lacks all the soul of the original 94. So, for example, they used all the player models. Uh, they did some really good things uh, in accordance with the game. So, for example, in the NHL in 94... There were no African-American players. Uh, now in 2021, there are. So those players now appear on screen uh, in accordance with their skin tone. You can tell which ones they are. So they've made some good changes in some areas like that. Uh, but 
on the flip side, they, uh, they, they've lost out on some of the heart and soul. And I'll explain to you just briefly why. Uh, I've had an opportunity to play with some of the, uh, some of the teams, some of the games. Uh, the game it, overall is fantastic. Everything's the same. They have made some changes to the ratings. So, for example, uh, back in the, uh, the old game, you know, your, your best way to score, for the most part, was cutting across the ice firing a big slap shot, you know, got cutting across left to right or right to left, firing a big old slap shot with uh, a, a winger or a forward with a big shot power and some speed who would come in there and fire the puck. They have largely changed a lot of those ratings now to where a lot of the forwards don't have a huge amount of shot power. So your defensemen are the ones who have the shot power. So, for example, if you're playing with a team like the New York Rangers, uh, Jacob Truba has a huge shot power. Artemi Panarin has an accurate shot, but he's not going to have a lot of power. So a guy like that's going to come down the wing and he's going to take the shot. What it results in is not exactly quite the same feel as you had back in 94, you know, well, 93, but the 94 game. So you end up with uh, a lot of situations, even Ovechkin, you know, will come down there and, you know, he can fire the puck, of course, but uh, even the best, hardest shooting players don't have the impact that guys like Jeremy Roenick did back in the day and some of the other big-time players that could really get in there and fire the puck. So they changed a few things, but I'll, I'll ignore all that for a second. And what I want to touch on is the, uh, the organ music oh, because yeah. this is really important. If you were playing uh, NHL 94 back in the day uh, and you played against – the Hartford Whalers. They had the Brass Bonanza, which I've not been shy to discuss on this show in the past. Um, now, you know, you play against a team like the Hurricanes and the Brass Bonanza is no longer there. You play against a team like the Rangers, for example, instead of the, uh, you know, the dun 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 instead of that kind of upbeat thing, what they do is they play the music that the Rangers play at Madison Square Garden when they get scored on. What? So if you fired up a game of 94 and you were playing as the Rangers or against them and you were at Madison Square Garden, you had the dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun. So now if you fired up in uh, 2020 or 21, they play the dun 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 and you get the point. That's the song they play when they give up a goal instead of score one. So they've changed some things that you wouldn't have thought would be changed. Some of the jerseys for teams um, that they, you know, some teams are the same. Some teams wear most of the same uniforms they wore back in 94. And unfortunately, the new game has tried to change some of the color schemes around. So you end up with a few changes. Um, I would say the game is good. It's a great way to introduce people to that old time hockey feel. But my overall feel is that it's missing a lot of the soul from the original 94 game. I wish they would just add the unaltered original NHL 94 uh, to the same, you know, to the game stores, to the Xbox and PlayStation and uh, comparable video game stores so people could see it. But obviously that's a nightmare from an NHL PA licensing standpoint all those guys have been retired for a long time but i'd still encourage people who have never played it or not spent a lot of time with it or maybe haven't played it since college i would encourage people to check it out and give it a look and it's still that same camera angle you know like the overhead everything else is exactly the same the gameplay is identical 
it really gets down to the minutia of things like guys, players, ratings. Um, you know, back in 94, some guys would have a 32 overall. In the modern game, they don't really have many guys like that. Most, like the lowest score you'll see will be a, a 50 here and there. But that makes a big difference as you're playing the game. Yeah. You know, and one thing I really enjoyed was that back in the day, anybody who wanted to run up the score against the computer always played against the Ottawa Senators. And in 2020 and 21, on the rewind version, that has not changed. You still want to play Ottawa. against you still want to play against the Ottawa Senators if you're trying to run up the score. I know the Ottawa fans out there are probably not happy to see that their franchise has largely remained in the same place over the past 30 years. But uh, yeah, that, that part is still mostly the same, but they've changed a lot of things about the ratings and some of the little things. So, you know, a casual observer would not notice the difference. They would see it as exactly the same thing. Somebody a little bit more cultured like myself would see it and notice some of the subtleties and point them out to you on a radio show slash program and podcast. And shove it right in your face. Uh, I wouldn't say that. Uh, Have you had a chance to get up uh, back on the ice away from the video games, you know, while everything is still shut down in some parts of the country? What's your story in terms of playing hockey again? I'm happy to say that I have had a chance to play out there. Uh, A few things I've noticed since getting back out onto the ice, you know, at the somewhat professional beer league level, um, I would say that now, and I don't know how this happened, but around the area of my quads and my legs, there are now these roughly, it feels like about 30 pound weights that are just attached to them. No way. Uh, Yeah. I'm having a hard time breathing. I'm getting out there and uh, sucking wind, I want to say is the term. Uh, I seem to be able to skate for about 20 to 30 seconds. Then I need a, an elongated break. The lower back, it's really hurting. The uh, the dogs, you know, the feet, dogs. Yeah, the dogs, are, yeah, they're barking on you. Barking and um, having a little bit of trouble staying, uh, staying out there. But nonetheless, you know, somebody's got to play on the fourth line on any given team. And my, pers- my team that I play on, we've only got two lines. I'm on the fourth line, and uh, we are really taking care of business. We take it to the other team every night. That's how you captain it up. You know, you know you're on the fourth line, but you, you're still going out there and giving it 110% every night, eh? Somebody's got to screen the goalie. Yeah, you know, speaking of the goaltenders, the keeper here hasn't stepped on the ice since, I think, March the 10th. Uh, you know, where I am, we are still in the um, hockey's a no-no phase. So and- that makes the longest amount of time – in which you have not given up a goal then by far. Uh, pretty much, you know, but I, I, I haven't given up a goal. I've been, my goals against average is really good. Save percentage is, is, is actually there's none. Um, so uh, same you as count, usual on the save percentage. If, if you count floor hockey or, or playing sauce toss in the backyard, that's about the extent of my hockey experience at the moment. Uh, where I live, there is no games allowed to be played. You almost have to sneak out of the state to play someplace else if that is your choice. And if you do want to play, you cannot get dressed inside of the ice rink. You have to get dressed outside. And if it is, you know, it's November, it's getting pretty cold out there. So when I get my first chance, I will take it to get out there and see a puck again. I might not be able to skate anymore. Not that I was a great skater to begin with, but 
I think I speak for all the beer leaguers out there who just desperately want to get back and play in games. So we're kind of envious of you, Captain, for at least getting out there and playing in game action, even if it is on the fourth line. Yeah, it has been uh, it's been an interesting time. I know a lot of the states that have allowed things to open, like mine, are also talking about closing them back up again sometime soon. I hope that uh, some of our listeners out there and some of the people playing in different parts of the world are able to get out there and enjoy it. But uh, I find that it's amazing, you know, even as bad of a player as like, let's say you, for example, might have been after taking some time off. It really, (laughs) it really is difficult to get back out there. All of a sudden, you know, you don't skate for six months, especially past the age of, let's say, let's just throw a number out there and say 35. Random number. It's a random number. I mean, I'd like to say 21, but let's say 35, you get back out there and uh, all of a sudden some things are hurting. You're feeling it. Uh, The lower back is a little tight. The old legs are hurting. Uh, You got to stretch. You're stretching? I've been stretching for two years and it hasn't made a difference. Uh, Apparently the- I can hear uh, you stretching from over here, actually. I can hear it physically. What I need to do is they tell me I need to lose about 30 pounds and stop drinking beer. I'm not willing to do that. So it hasn't really worked out, uh, you know, in my uh, fitness goals. But for all the players out there, uh, hopefully in different parts of the country, we're able to get back out there and, and, uh, you know, if you end up facing a goalie out there, you better hope it's the keeper because that's somebody you're going to pop an easy tally on. You're going bar down. Even if you get across the red line, dump one in. It's going in. He can't stop it. Yeah, you're going to lob one at me. You're going to throw it low blocker side. It's probably going to go in 100% of the time. Anything along the ice these days, uh, I'm probably not going to get down there quick enough to get it. So, you know, classic cause and effect case of, you know, of, uh, you know, consumption of food or beverages for the keeper uh, for the captain sorry keeping him up there in the 30 pound range but uh hopefully we can all get back on the ice someday soon and play actual games and i'll be probably throwing two fists up in the air as soon as i step on the ice in celebration like nhl teams would do after a lockout you know you go to games after a lockout the fans are just in an uproar just loving every second of it I think us players in in the in the, uh, the northeast where I'm from would definitely be throwing their hands up in the air in celebration of just being back on the ice. Well, I think that might be the case, except nobody's allowed in the building, so you're going to have a hard time getting an applause from an empty building. Even if you're allowed to get out there, there won't be fans out there for a while, so you're going to have to play the way you usually do, which is in front of no fans whatsoever but before the keeper has a chance to retaliate that's all the time we have for today folks i want to thank everybody for tuning in we'll be back coming to you in the next couple weeks Uh, we were hoping to put out a broadcast after the uh, nhl free agency program (laughs) had finished unfortunately none of the uh, higher echelon players have signed yet even though it's been about three months So we're going to wait for them to go ahead and take their time signing with some teams. We'll get a little bit of free agency breakdown coming at you, and we'll get some news coming your way once we have the NHL uh, back on the slate, which hopefully we'll be tracking for somewhere around the new year. But uh, for the captain of the keeper, this is the captain saying a bye-bye now. And the keeper saying a bye-bye now also. A bye-bye now.